Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're gonna be talking about your feedback. Uh, we've had we've have not had much time for feedback episodes, so we're doing a feedback episode on things that are non-She-Hulk related. All that Reddit's ad we have no control over. <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, how are you, my friend? I am well. How are you? Oh, I'm this... doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm, it's I'm been a weird day. There. I watched like seven hours of CNN, or of news, oh, watching uh, the, Queen? the Queen's funeral. Yeah. Nice. How was that? It was a lot of pomp and circumstance. It was yeah. nice. It was, um, you know, so, I don't know. It so, was history. Yeah. I just... Coming to the realization that in our lifetime, we're never going to have another queen. That's it. It's right. no more God save the queen. Everything. It's all king, king, king. And then it's going to be William and Charles. And like, not we, obviously. I'm yeah. American. I but just, like in our lifetime, we'll never see that. I just can't. I like full respect for her and the things she did like as a uh, whatever. Like some of the boundaries she broke and stuff like that, I'm sure are very important. But I cannot bring myself to care at all. Uh, <laughs> just, just even in the slightest. I, I understand that, but yeah. like, as, like as a woman, just being like, I yeah. want to be queen. Hell yeah. yeah, I want to be queen. I was making the joke. I was like, Camilla was probably down there day one, just putting all like no disrespect. I would the day I became queen, I would go down and put on every piece of jewelry. <laughs> the crown jewels. Could you even imagine just opening the vault and being like? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I couldn't imagine. You got a real colonial streak in you, don't you? I do. <laughs> it was like Natalie Portman at the end of uh, Jackie when she it's her last day in the White House and she just wears all of her best gowns and dances drunk around the entire White House like that kind of energy. <laughs> I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see the fun of that dress up for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all the but, sadness and stuff aside, yeah. you get you get to go they're yours now. The right. crown jewels. <laughs> well, it's like you didn't do the things to cause them to be here, but they're here now in your hands. Exactly. Let's wear, exactly. Let's wear them. Let's Even if I'm on. just in the vault by myself every night, just once a day, I'm like, I, see, I have to take my 15 to go wear my diamonds. I'll be right back because it's not going to last forever. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing does. Nothing does. No. Sorry. I'm in an existential crisis. Let's go. Let's see what the feedback's talking about. Uh, Andre Sparks, one of our patrons, <laughs> says, Hey, hey, I watched D23 along with Matthew Saturday, and it was great. I was surprised by Werewolf by Night. It looked like a classic movie. I wonder if at the end we will get a Blade or Moon Knight in credits appearance. What would you guys like to see in the special presentation? Lastly, I love the Secret Invasion trailer. This is Nick Fury series we wanted. Spy Thriller, the director of Secret Invasion, has done some good stuff in the past, so I think this will be par on par with Winter Soldier. Oh, and I think the Skrulls want powers, so they can be Super Skrulls to take out the Kree once and for all. What do you guys think? Hope everyone is doing well. Now, uh, keep up the good work, Andre. Thank you, Andre, and thanks for joining me on that Saturday. Uh, I had a lot of fun. We had like I thought the D twenty three hour was going to be like an hour, 
and I, I was, I was sick. I had COVID, but I was like, I just miss everybody. I'm going to hop on there and like hang out on the live stream. And like, I just hung out and we all t- chatted. It went three hours and, but I was really thankful for everybody and like chatting with everybody. But like at the end, I was just like, this was really long, a lot longer than I felt like I was committing for when I joined in and I was still waiting on Marvel news, like three hours later, I was like, come on, give oh, me the no. Marvel, give me the Marvel. <laughs> I mean, you know, the star Wars was like the first hour or like the Lucas film was first hour. And then they finally got into Marvel and I was like, finally. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun to do that and just That's fun. experience the releases of all that information with, with, with folks. First part. Um, I mean, what I want from werewolves by night are werewolves. My expectations and needs are very low. Yeah. I just need some werewolves. <laughs> I'd be okay if Kit Harrington showed up. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. After seeing the trailer, I fully expected there not to be any connection but this is a good call that uh andre says here like will there be a post-credit sequence because like like you know they're hunting these monsters i don't know how old blade is in the mcu like maybe he was around back then i think in the comics he's more modern right yeah no no his uh i would say like 80s or 90s right in the in the, in the comics but of course they could do something different him being mm-hmm. li- living vampire or whatever or is he like half vampire right he's half vampire yeah right so it's possible he could be older or something but but i was thinking more than kid harrington something that could happen here is uh what if like a, a, a relative of kid harrington's didn't like the sword go through different hands and stuff like that the, oh, the, the black so. knight sword what if the black knight or something is like one of the hunters or like they mm-hmm. do something with that i don't know um that'd be fun but I could totally see a post-credit sequence where, like, let's say, I don't know, it ends with the house, the rubble falling on top of the werewolf. The house falls down and it, like, cuts to modern day and, like, an excavation is happening and, like, like the immortal werewolf is, like, crawling out from the rubble in, in our time or something. I'm not convinced that uh, Werewolf by Night is in the past. I, that's true. I agree. I, that's fully what I said on the uh, whatever cast, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm still, I still think it's in the past. I don't know why. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. It's we'll the, see. the clothes. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely looks, looks old timey. I mean, for a minute there, we thought it was like outside of time, but those are, I don't think those are TVA agents. Like we thought. Originally. No, I didn't think that that was what they oh, were. Okay. That was, that was you guys. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that until you guys said that when we were watching it and then we kind of debunked it ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Jeff told me at the beginning, it was like, oh no, there's TVA agents. And I was like, what? And then we watched it. And I was like, I, I remember the guys with sticks. And then we watched it. I was like, those are not TVA agents. Those are cattle prods. <laughs> Jeff, since Jeff will never listen to this. Jeff, I blame Maybe you. Jeff. <laughs> uh, in Secret Invasion trailer, I completely agree. This is the Nick Fury show I want. And um, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts, Andre, on why you think they're trying for powers. Like, that is a possibility, but I don't know. Well, isn't that the Super Scrolls are the scrolls who, like, take over the abilities of the the heroes and people who have powers okay because you could just be a regular squirrel and take on other things but i guess the super from what i remember very little i remember the super scrolls were people who could absorb what they would change into like cyclops and then they could use cyclops's powers as cyclops right see i I don't know that the only super scroll i know is the one that like has all the powers of the Fantastic Four because that's like the original Super Scroll. Yeah, and it's like literally, but it's so silly because it's like div- he divides his body into four quadrants, and like one <laughs> leg is is a thing leg, and one leg disappears, and one leg is a firearm, and one arm is stretchy. Like I just said, one leg is a firearm, but you know what I mean. I know. <laughs> I'm like, following. It's a, but I, but I don't know. 
Yeah, but that's the old timey like whatever. I think that was like in the sixties or something. Um, they have definitely updated them since then, and I don't know what I don't know if that's the thing that the Super Scrolls do in comics. And even if it's not, either I can't way, remember. I want to know Andre why you think that. Is there something in the trailer that leads you to believe that might be the case? Because I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's it's a fine theory. Could have. Yeah. Okay. Up next, we got Sarah West, one of our patrons, says, "Hey, MCU cast, I just had a quick question about the rewatch you've said you are doing. Are you planning to do the rewatch in theatrical release order or chronological order? I'll be doing." It with you regardless, but I know when I watched in chronological order about five years ago, my how the MCU has changed since then, it changed the way I saw a lot of things. And it would be a different take for y'all. Uh, I was just curious. Love y'all 3000. Always and forever, Sarah West. I always do my rewatches in chronological. We, do you mean release or chronological? Because chronological no, I, is... I mean cr- chronological for what they say the storyline is. Like, I start with Captain America. Right. That's release or... No. Oh. No, you, it's you not do release chronological order. Order. It's chronological, yeah. See, I, I don't agree with that. We'll have to talk about it. I I've, I don't I don't like chronological order. I always feel like it puts things out of, out of time. Like, with I how like they're... doing that explains... You get such a better idea of the powers of the Tesseract and things as you're moving forward. So, you kind of know... Sure. What you see the story more of how they're painting it to have like a full dialogue that transfers through all of the movies when you watch them in the chronological order. Hmm. Interesting. I, I if you've I, never done it, you should definitely no, do it. No, yeah. Like that's how we should probably do it. <laughs> See, for me, I want to watch it in release order because I want to re-experience the experience of watching the movies and think about like, like I want to watch Iron Man as the first one of the rewatch because it's like this is the beginning of the MCU. Like, mm-hmm. let's see. Like now we know where it would happen before. We can talk about that while we're watching Iron Man. But it's like because we all know the movies so well. But it's it's to me it's about like the experience of the movies themselves and the release order makes more sense for that for me. But I, but I hear you. I, I think the, I think the chronological order is always interesting. I've known people who like went through and did crazy things. Like they tried to, <laughs> they tried to watch it in like every scene in a chronological order. Like, Oh, now I have to stop Captain America and jump over to Thor for this one scene. I and hate then, that. Yeah, Why would that, you that, ever do crazy. that? <laughs> yeah. That's a little too much. Yeah. I'm more of a release order guy, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So, Sarah West, I guess the, that is up in the air. TBD, Sarah. TBD. 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 <laughs> up next, we have Jason on Patreon. He says, um, as much as I would love for every mutant to get their own project, I'm not sure how likely or practical it is. The next best thing for me would be to have a series of hour-long specials for each mutant. Something close to the anthology uh, that all connects together in a movie. The episodes can have different creative teams or fit the story of each character. Love to hear your thoughts on this. Hmm. I'm fine with that. I don't think, like, if they do the X-Men, we can't do a movie for each of them. But now we could do series. But even the Avengers, they didn't do a movie for each of them. You know what I mean? Like, they did did a movie for four of them, and one of them got recast. So, it's almost like they did a movie for three of them. And then they were just like, you guys know the Hulk. He's like that guy. He's that guy. Um, My problem with this is more practical with Jason's idea. Like, I like the idea of it, but the financially making that viable and making it good would be the problem because like series are inherently 
They put less money into the series. So they are inherently a little lower quality at times. And the ones that are really good quality are the ones that really get to focus up and like tell one story. And with an anthology, like when you have a show and you get to reuse the sets and you get mm-hmm. to reuse assets that you've created for the show, like the creative team has to come up with one set of character designs, one set of you know, the writers have to write one story with the anthology series. The thing that's problematic about that. And we, we've been dealing with, they've been talking about, about doing a Star Trek anthology for years, but they can't crack it because every time they think about doing it, they're like, Oh, but we would need like a whole new ship every week. You know what I mean? Like right. it just doesn't make sense when you get to amortize those costs over, uh, over a season. It's a, it makes a lot more sense. So, so my fear would be that the, if they did that, they would be low quality and we would think of all of the X-Men and their introductions in this sort of like low quality manner. Like we'd get our first taste of Wolverine on like a low budget one hour TV series instead of like our first taste of Wolverine being our first taste of Wolverine, you know? (laughs) Well, if they don't do it with like the most main ones, I hope they do it with other team people. Cause it, it it would be cute to have like a WandaVision style series about um gene and cyclops or or gene and scott like their relationship so you already know what that is like storm having her own like kind of the way they did with moon knight if everybody got like a six episode series instead of a one and they could be 30 minutes like she hulk i think that would be effective to getting to know about and care about the characters and it could end with each of them ending up at the university yeah no i I completely think that's school it's not a a bad idea it's it's an institute my bad I think it's going to be, I think it'll probably be dripped throughout the MCU. And like, like for instance, there's been that, that, that rumor forever that they're working on a, like a Wolverine and Captain America picture. That's going to be about like Vietnam or something like, like something bad, like that from when Cap went back and lived out his life with Peggy. And then like, you get a chance to see Cap and Wolverine fighting side by side. Yeah. it would be great. I would love that so much. Which, that's a cool <laughs> idea. I like your idea of, uh, yeah, you could do like a, a Scott and Jean Grey and how they meet at school. And then you get like kind of Professor X, Scott and Jean Grey introduced, you know? You could even do like a couple, an, a series about the original five X-Men who yeah. start, you know, Jean, Beast, Angel, um, Cyclops, and I know I'm missing Iceman. Yeah. And like the start of the school would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it could be sort of like focused up on one of them as the protagonist, like Jean Grey or Scott or the two of them. Because one of the comics I have is Jean's coming to the uh, to the school. Like, so the first episode that Mm -hmm. featured Jean Grey. And yeah, it's it's great. It's a good storyline. Yeah, absolutely. So I I think stuff like that could work really well. It's just a matter of how you want to introduce these things. It's like. The MCU is strange in that so many different hands get to touch all the characters, but a lot of times they still want a certain director to set the tone for a character. Right. That at least they have up until now. And I mm-hmm. think that's going to be the case for the X-Men too, except like you mentioned, the sort of like lesser known X-Men, I think might be a little more like, Hey, let's just throw this guy in. Let's throw that girl into this show and we'll get him to, and then they can be in an X-Men movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. But man, it's so crazy that with this far into phase four, we still like the X-Men have been, announced as coming into the mcu for two years now i told ken i was like i'm gonna be 50 i'm gonna be almost 50 (laughs) by the time the x-men start getting introduced and i said that like 10 years ago (laughs) 
Yeah, totally. Uh, to Jason's point, though, I do think he has a really good point about the fact that I don't think we're going to get a movie for every X-Man. I think that's true. Like, I think practically it doesn't work. Like, even if you did a phase that was all X-Men, it would still be hard to get enough of them in to feel like you got a movie with all of them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, some, such a hard task. Yeah. It's such a hard task to be in the writer's room right now and being like, how do we bring these mutants in, not make it as simple as a different multiverse, mm-hmm. and explain where they've been the entire time? Yeah. That, I completely Not agree. the job I'd want. Yeah. Not the job I'd want. For sure. I'd like to be Feige where I'm like, hate it. Start over. Yeah, you do something different. <laughs> it's so funny. I've, I've joked with uh, my friends who are writers and like, I think I have a pretty good sense of story. And particularly, I think I think I can look at a story and see the problems. I have friends who write and they'll call me and we'll talk over their stories. And I'll kind of give them like, oh, well, if you move this here, it really fixes this guy's arc a little bit. Like, we'll talk about stuff like that. And it makes me think I would be a good like showrunner. But you can't be a showrunner until you're a writer. And I will never write, sit down and write a thing. Like, I just won't do it. <laughs> it's so hard for me. I have story ideas. Well, you like, write songs, so you're almost... I do. I do. Yeah. But I, I, I couldn't do that. Really, oh, you could do it. it. Prose, though, and like story writing is just not my thing. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, like, I will get sit down and I will write a detailed... Um, storyboard kind of thing of what should happen in a story. I'm like, oh, I really like the story. And then it just stops there. I've got so many outlines of stories <laughs> that are like here to there. And it just never sit down to write the actual dialogue or whatever. Wow. Okay. Uh, up next, we got Gregory Cayley. says, in Thor, LNT. Um, uh, Lettuce and tomato. That's right. <laughs> With Thor BLT. Uh, mm. Hadn't heard it mentioned. But the tour guide in Asgard showing cruise ship guests Mjolnir was Thor's roommate, Daryl. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) And on the goat boat, (laughs) there was a neon cocktails and dreams sign above the bar. Yeah. Uh, Same one from the Tom Cruise movie cocktail. Yeah. Oh, you didn't re- you didn't realize that that's what no, I died. I've, I've actually never seen Cocktail. What? So I know it's just not one that ever got me. I don't know why. Hmm. Uh, that's that's super good though. Uh, great Easter egg, Love and Thunder U three thousand with with Greg Powers come Greg responsibility. Still my favorite sign off. That's a really good sign off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I didn't catch the cocktails thing at all, and or the Daryl thing. So thank you, Gregory. <laughs> Yeah, Gregory's great. I met Gregory when he came to Philadelphia. We had drinks and we went, uh, he works for Cirque du Soleil and got us (sighs) tickets. It was amazing. And you know how I am about ice skating and it was the ice skating one. I was on cloud nine. It was great. That's really cool. I, I really want to like get a, get a group of pandas together soon. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling Feeling in it, a hankering to get some pandas together. We're doing well, panda. come to Philly because I am grounded. I am not allowed to fly anywhere else. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun recently. Yeah. yeah and we're really trying to buy a, buy a house. And yeah, Ken's like, we have a music festival this weekend or next weekend um, mm. in Ocean City, Maryland. And then that's it. I'm, I'm, You're grounded. I'm stuck to driving distance. Yeah. Which is fair. I mean, yeah, sure. Been to a lot of places recently. <laughs> you only live once, you know. Yeah, you got you got to do it. But yeah, no, y'all y'all have your yeah. I'm priorities. leaving all the burden on my husband to save money. The differences between our savings account is embarrassing. 
embarrassing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I need to start contributing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to catch up a little bit. Um, okay. Up next, we got Timothy Castillo uh, on Gmail says, oh, wow. Hey, guys. Uh, I'll try to keep it this short. Liar. <laughs> You failed. You failed. You failed miserably. (laughs) Even though I would love to just write a screenplay for these and send them to Feige so we can uh, do this thing. Next Spidey trilogy, keeping in mind Secret Wars, I am assuming the Sinister Six is happening. Even though it is kind of a retread of No Way Home, uh, I am assuming they're not incorporating Sony's specific characters. I just... Don't want that to happen. Spider-Man and Daredevil. It is what it says on the box. Going against Fisk somehow, maybe Born Again. Oh, oh they're doing Born Again with Daredevil, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, can be a lead-in. Oh, oh, that's what he's saying. Sorry. I shouldn't have interrupted. Um, <laughs> 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 should have interrupted myself. Just finish reading. your conversation with yourself and then we get back to <laughs> okay. it. All right. Continuing. <laughs> Uh, shh, quiet down, Matt. Continuing what <laughs> Timothy was saying, um, add in Black Cat and Scorpion to taste. <laughs> maybe nods to other villains. Maybe Alistair Smythe shows up. Do we know Alistair Smythe? I don't know who that is. I bet he's a magic user. Mm, it sounds like a magic user. <laughs> uh, just Alistair, you know. Alistair right. Crowley. Anything that sounds like super overly British is feels like a magic user. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Benedict Cumberbatch was a perfect uh what perfect a witch choice. He's such a what, witch. What a witch. <laughs> um so my so my niece has picked up to using the word slay. Like she is slaying, they are slaying, uh, you know. And which which <laughs> so is funny. Gr- it's great. But uh She's just a little overdoing it. Like everything yeah. slays. Everything is slaying right now. I had to tone um, my works because I say work to everything. Like when I'm watching a movie and a girl gets her head cut off, I'm like, work. You know, like I got to, <laughs> I just need to tone it down a little bit because I overuse it a lot <laughs> in my real life. Yep. Work. 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 <laughs> Angelica. Sorry. Sorry. Um, okay. Secret War. Uh, continuing to Timothy's uh, layout of Spider Man movies here. Secret Wars. He kicks butt in the symbiote suit. Maybe enjoys it a little too much, though. Ooh, that does sound fun. Uh, then, Spider-Man Shadow of Evil. Uh, Peter begins to be taken over by the symbiote. Grows closer to Felicia Hardy. Good or bad? Good. Um, <laughs> I love Black Cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Love it. Uh, a, Matt Murdock tries to help his buddy Pete uh, overcome the symbiote, and or B, Ned becomes the hobgoblin to defeat Spider-Man because he thinks Spider-Man is now bad. Uh, the title works better with B, uh, the Spider-Man Shadow of Evil, um, but both things might still be able to happen. Ned could get tech uh, from the Vulture or Smythe, Spider-Man, the Sinister Six, uh, and then he wants Spider-Man the Sinister Six. Vulture, Mysterio 2.0, 2.0, uh, R- Ralphie from A Christmas Story. <laughs> I don't get that. Uh, the guy who was running, the actor who was playing the guy behind the scenes of the Mysterio stuff was Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Oh, that's um, right, that's right. So, so there's been like sort of speculation that he might could come back as Mysterio. The thing is, that version of Mysterio never needed a human in it right like it always it was always kind of like silly there were even times where he wasn't even there and mysterio's up flying around like 
Uh, you could always just have the team be Mysterio. You know what I yeah. mean? I yeah, I get it. Uh, the, so, so he was saying Vulture, Mysterio 2.0, Scorpion, Venom, Rhino, Spider Slayer. Mm. Ooh. Uh, Ned could be the sixth as Hobgoblin or an ally or both somehow. Black Cat may be an ally for good in this one. Terrible? Thoughts? Uh, love you guys for always having great conversations and interesting takes, and especially for sharing all that with us. Excelsior, Tim Castillo. Well, Black Cat's very Catwoman. She's not always, she's not like a super villain. She's not like Scream right. or anything like that. You know, she's, she's very, you know, it's their yeah. version of Catwoman. She's, she's gray. She's the gray Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they doing a Madam Web with all these hot girls? It's, so they are, but I think it's Sony. It's Sony, but I mean, yeah. if anything, Spider-Man, it still might be Sony. That's true. Yeah, I guess. Well, and, and see, that's that's the crazy thing about, I think as of right now, if I'm not mistaken, there is not a current deal to keep Tom Holland in the MCU. They're so, not going to get rid of Tom Holland. I don't think they'll want to, but I could see Sony being like, well, we're going to try to make one without you. And then they, it, like either they do a good job or it flops and they have to come crawling back to the MCU. You know? well, it almost happened last time and Tom Holland had to call them on the phone yeah. on like two-way crying, please don't do this to me. Just do that again. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's also like Tom Holland is no longer contracted himself so like he's talked about how he's like gonna go and like start a family and he's not he's gonna focus uh, he's on filming something right now don't right, listen to sure. her don't listen I'm to her <laughs> it's a thing for apple plus do not listen to the pabloids <laughs> sure no I, I think that's to me that sounds like uh attack yeah to get he more has like a series on apple plus or paramount coming out <laughs> sure it, there's there's sometimes a difference between like let's do a one-off one for apple plus or whatever but versus uh the intenseness that is being Spider-Man. I mean, even just, it's like uh, Chris Chris Evans always talks about how, like, he just wants to, uh, he wanted to be out of Captain America just because he was tired of eating so much chicken. Like, uh, like yeah, it his is a whole lot of life chicken. is trying to be Captain America. Oh, I'm so hot. And it's just so hard to be so hot. Uh, sorry. I My job is to get paid to eat chickens and look hot. It's so hard. <laughs> Come to my desk job. Come do my 10-hour day. Christopher, <laughs> yeah. my sympathies. I I don't have much sympathies, but I do understand I mean, I get being it. done with it. You know what I mean? I like, get it. You only have so much life, and like not being able to go to a cool restaurant or like have drinks with friends or. As a poor peon of this world, I'm like, you're giving up being Captain America to do what? To do what? <laughs> you write that like you yeah, okay. Do what you want, Chris. Well, he, he, he I a, support you fully. I loved his last couple movies. It's fine. Well, it's also perfect for him because like he could drop out of it for 10 years and the way they left his character, they even literally in the movie had a freaking de-aging machine created at one point. So like it, there's just so many ways they It'll could bring fine. him back. Yeah. Come like, back. And I think he will eventually. At I, some I, point. I really do. They both will. Yeah. You're like, you guys sure. want a cool billion dollars? Come on back. I also just think they have such a great setup with where they left Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And um, to, to, mm. to, to, to answer Timothy's uh, questions, I, I think that those are really cool ideas for stories. I definitely like the, the inclusion of Daredevil because I want Daredevil included in everything in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> 
me keep, too. Keep him coming. Keep him coming. Me too. People. You might have to message me next week and let me know if this is the episode of uh, She-Hulk I need to be on. Yeah, I will. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, based on how it left off, not spoilers since this isn't a She-Hulk episode, but it seems like to me this is going to be the episode. TBD. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Two Ken days. was like, why do you think that? I was like, uh, case point. And he's like, I don't know why you should be so confident about that. I'm like, where does this come from? Where, where does this competitiveness come from? <laughs> yeah, I forget. I think, I think, I think, me and uh, Catherine had this exact same conversation on the episode, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm pretty sure." And she's like, "I don't know. I don't know." <laughs> they hit it off so well. That's that's why. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> they just disagree with us. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kindred spirits, my Catherine and my Ken. <laughs> it's awesome uh, up next we got megan lakowski on gmail says hi panda friends i have been re-watching the phase four stuff and i'm really enjoying everything even more after a rewatch. Mm-hmm. i can understand most of the criticisms for these movies slash shows but i've liked all of them uh, but one of the main criticisms for the shows is that they don't really flow together as one unit Well, my official opinion is that the episodes flow together much better after the initial excitement of release. (laughs) Teehee. Phrasing. Um, (laughs) And as a binge watch rather than weekly watch, I like the weekly drop, though, since it builds up excitement. I'm grateful we get to have both options i know people will still disagree with me but i'm enjoying the rewatches so who cares <laughs> that's right i do agree with her i watched wandavision in one day because you forget how short it was oh, and yeah. the difference between like week to week to watching it all at once is when it's a week to week you're paying attention to the full episode when you start yeah. to watch everything in hours in a row mm. you it just you're not paying you're not as invested as i'm only in this world for 35 to 40 to maybe an hour and i need yeah. to pay attention to everything that's going on yeah and an update because i've been talking about a little bit on the cast to my family is watching some of the mcu right now i've been watching it with my niece and then uh but my mom is addicted to daredevil and now my niece is addicted to agents of shield and while i think especially agents of shield i love agents of shield but it has a lot of filler episodes but yeah watching it like the way I'm watching it right now, which is like breezing in the room for like a scene or two here and there, then breezing out and then coming in for an episode, then leaving, coming in for another episode. Like I, the overarching plots that are on, even on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are so good. And Daredevil, they're amazing. Um, I'm, it's great. It's, it's like this, these shows work really well on a rewatch, even those that are like a little longer. But I bet, yeah. I, I bet, uh, I haven't had a chance to rewatch in a while all of the uh, phase four stuff. So, you know, yeah, well, I, no, I haven't. <laughs> just WandaVision. Yeah, we just got through um, Iron Man 3, which was like her main motivation in life for a couple of days. She's like, can we watch Iron Man 3 yet? And I was like, not yet. You got to watch this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't. You can't. You got to watch Avengers. But to watch Avengers, you got to watch Thor. And you got to watch. Yeah, I let her skip the Hulk because she wasn't interested. She's like, I know who the Aww. Hulk is. I saw him on She-Hulk. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> she'll get more attached to him as she starts to move through Avengers. Yeah, I think so too. I love the Hulk. Um, okay, up next, uh, we have. Oh no, this is still this is still this is still Megan. Sorry, um, sorry, I Megan. 
just <laughs> sorry, just get get all distracted. Um, I just finished rewatching Mom, and I loved it even more. I Again, watched that like once a week. I don't even lie; I go to sleep to that movie. That's such a terrible idea. I watched it on the that's, plane to Atlanta and back from Atlanta. That is nightmare fuel. Why would <laughs> you do that? that for me? <laughs> but I don't know. Just going to sleep to that seems like bad. I don't know. No. I'm like, oh, glittery eyeshadow and fierce outfits. <laughs> <laughs> I would dream of sugar plums with fierce eyeshadow. And I'm in love with Benedict Cumberbatch, so it's okay. Oh, okay. There you he go. looks like a snack in that movie, too. Hmm. Good, good to know. A doctor, a doctor snack. <laughs> uh, okay, she says, again, I understood the initial criticisms, even if I felt differently, but it goes down nice and smooth on the rewatch. I think, except I don't understand people's criticisms about not understanding Wanda's character when they haven't watched WandaVision. Work. Yeah, that's silly. Work, work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to go into it again. Because then we're going to start getting emails again. See, and I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it, well, I guess no. Because the whole, the whole kid motivation, yeah. I was thinking like, to me, where she left off in, in, in like Infinity War and Endgame when she's like, you know, purely out for vengeance and stuff. Like the darkness of her character actually matches up really well if you haven't seen WandaVision. Or uh, like, you know, if you jumped from Endgame straight into Mom, I could totally be like, mm-hmm. oh, all that pain and regret and vengeance, like that led to this. That makes sense to me. But yeah, like it almost, the kids are, the kids though, if you've even watched WandaVision, you're like, who are the kids? Like what? what exactly. And why does yeah. she, why would she care? And it goes into the, you know. Yeah. Slight yeah, yeah. possession and all this other stuff that comes with the dark hold and yeah. Oh, I do have to say I agree with you on something that I disagreed with you about a long time ago, and I did want to uh, come back around that. Correct the record. Yeah, yeah, I do that. <laughs> when Xavier went into her mind, I think that uh, I had said it was like a different Wanda, that it was our Wanda and that Wanda, but oh right, right, you right. remember. It, I, I can't, I'm trying to remember it now. Yeah, I, I thought, it, thought was it was him trying to talk to Wanda stuck inside her own head, but that was the mind of the Wanda that she had possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's yeah, hard because it's that. like even when you watch it, it's like it could be either way. But I, I think I'm going to redact what I said and agree with you now. Oh well, I appreciate that. I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big girl. You. We have a I couple like redactions actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, any, any what was the other thing? Uh, we're we also um, the D twenty three stuff. We are not sure about a uh, season two for Moon Knight or She Hulk. It is that's all TBD. Oh yeah, that was my fault. Uh, I was looking at a bunch of different different sources, and one of them that I grabbed to like go over was a breakdown that Jay Sisson had written. And I, it's not his fault. Totally my fault. I uh, I grabbed his. Instead of grabbing his like breakdown, I grabbed his predictions, and so he had a lot of the right stuff. So like I looked through it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yep, yeah, that's all right." We already talked about this. Right? Was, oh, we didn't talk about this, but it was because it was a prediction, and I just missed <laughs> that when I was reading through it. Jay, do me a favor. Everything. When this happens again, uh, after predictions and the actual thing, just send it to me in my inbox. We'll give you all the credit. Yeah, but uh, that'll then we'll know. What we'll- <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, check out Jay's podcast, Commute the, the commute. Podcast. Yeah. Is it oh commute the podcast? It's, yeah, it's, I think it's commute the podcast because there is another podcast called the commute, which is about other stuff. I think so. Okay. Commute the podcast. I'm pretty sure is right, um, and it's um it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, 
unless I'm wrong, please correct me again. Uh, I, I will just come back every week with another another correction from Jay Sisson. Um, but yeah, it's really uh, it's really uh, I really enjoy their podcast. It's really good. It's like uh, they say like you learn basically like learn something on your way to work. So they do some sort of like breakdown of like a topic on that's like short enough for your like twenty minute commute or whatever. That's, um, fun. that's good. Side note, coming back to Megan's uh, feedback again. Uh, sorry, Megan. It's a little long, Megan girl. It's a little long. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, and, and we keep and we're and, and we're, we are only halfway through. <laughs> yeah, and we're in a uh, apparently a kind of a squirrel mode right now. Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Um, side note, she says, uh, I'm seeing lots of people outside of the Pandaverse complain about superhero fatigue and how the MCU is making too much content. I feel so sorry for those people. <laughs> I could watch new Marvel property every week and I would enjoy every single one. Damn it. Girl, people post that stuff just to get attention of people mm. telling them that they're stupid. We all need to stop. I I'm going to take a soapbox out for a minute. Like these people, like they're coming for the little mermaid trailer. They're coming for all this stuff because they know it's going to get a reaction and everybody is giving them all their anger and their energy and giving them the attention they want. Like, even if they don't even agree with it, they know if they put something like, I'm sure they agree with it because they're pieces of, you know what, but if they put something out there like that, they know that now everybody's going to talk. Person says this, I we need to stop giving so much energy to yeah. these internet monsters. Like, they know that people are going to lose their minds and freak out and everyone's going to talk about it. What we need to do is when they post this stuff, ignore the hell out of them. Right. Who cares what you think? 10%? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Go away. I definitely <laughs> agree with you when it comes to the Little Mermaid controversy and, and, and a lot of other things like that. Everything. I think the superhero fatigue is a reasonable thing to worry about. Because it does happen. Like, we go through these cycles in what's a popular movie today. And, like, everybody always says that superheroes are the new Western, you know? Like, and that's because well, Westerns... But I love spaghetti Westerns. I'm here forever, baby. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but the culture... A isn't. lot of people don't. I know. Uh, you know, like, it, 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 was, it was the biggest thing for, for, like, 40 years. The biggest thing in movies was Westerns. And then... It just tapered off until now we get like one like really good Western a year. You know, it's like that's if just kind of that. yeah. If yeah, that. Yeah. So so well, it, that it, was also a lot of old Hollywood. It was a lot less money to shoot these Westerns over in Italy and you got paid a lot less and it was so much cheaper to do it that they could just keep going and going and going. But that's sure. a different podcast. Sure, 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 sure. Absolutely. Look out for uh, Bill and Ashley's <laughs> Spaghetti Western. Spaghetti Western <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> but no, uh the the thing is, so I think that I think it could be a thing. I think the culture could change, and like we could start seeing less of them. But uh, what Marvel is doing, and I think a lot of the people who are complaining are the people who aren't watching anyway, right? Because what Marvel is doing is so smart. They're really like letting their creatives do different things. Like <laughs> these last few Marvel properties have not been traditional superhero like Phase One through Three kind of movies, you know? Right. I mean, mom being a perfect example of that. That was a the Even, most horror centric thing we've got. I will say when I, I rewatched Thor Love and Thunder um, mm -hmm. probably like three days ago and getting to watch it at home, I, I had a little bit more of a perspective as someone who analyzes a lot of film. Mm -hmm. You can see the cuts in the scenes where they were supposed to go further. M most specifically, the scene where Gore comes and attacks New Asgard. 
you can just see there was so much more in those scenes and mm-hmm. I can I can see the cuts I can see where they stopped and went yeah. to another thing and then just had everything end and you're like no that's the things that we don't want to start seeing and that's a little scary yeah. like I feel bad for Taika I feel bad for him not getting to do the movie that he wanted I think like Raimi did get to do yeah, the movie he wanted and Taika really didn't and everyone's always going to compare Thor Love and Thunder to Ragnarok and everyone's going to have their favorite. But uh, Ragnarok was, uh, it felt more of like a cohesive story. I'm not For saying sure. it's better, but I think Thor Love and Thunder really suffered because of what I watched it again. I'm like, good God, we are jumping all over the place. We're not even staying in a scene long enough to under like have feelings about what's going on until we're onto something completely different. Yeah. And I don't blame the movie, and that's why I, I'm not going to say it. it was a. I like the movie, but I can see where something happened <laughs> during Thor: Love and Thunder, and I don't know what it is or why. Yeah, but something happened there. I, I think there's, and like rightfully so to some degree, I think there's a little bit of fear of making two movies as dark as dark in a row. But like Sherry, if you're going to do it, just do it. Well, and also they should have just planned better. Like if if Disney and Marvel were going to have a problem. With like putting out in one summer two horror centric or like two horrifying portrayals of Marvel characters, they should have thought of that before they like talked to the directors and figured out what they wanted those movies to yeah. be. And um, COVID, like COVID, messed everything up. I understand. Yeah. Like, I, I, and that's why, like, I give it all of the allowances, like Thor, because I still really like it. I enjoyed yeah, it. it. It's it's up there on one of my you know not favorite but like way up there it's probably like in top 15 it's so funny <laughs> we have so it's many so now funny. i know it's like <laughs> man it's 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 one of my i mean i'm not gonna say it's one of my favorites but it's really <laughs> i can think of like eight other movies before it and that yeah, includes sure. like endgame and infinity war and yeah. avengers and ultron like it's impossible it's so hard yeah and like that's thing mom made it there for you though i think mom is probably one of your favorites oh now. that's top top three I think it goes Infinity War, Mom, and then Winter Soldier. So I'm super yeah. excited for Secret Wars because it's going to pow, pow, or Thunderbolts. Like, I'm ready to get back to some realism. It's a weird yeah. list, right? <laughs> we, should do our, we should do our rankings again soon now that we're getting close to the end of Phase oh, 4. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Um, okay, uh, last, uh, last little bit from Megan here. We have, anyway, uh, I don't really have a point and I don't know anything about the upcoming characters or storylines, so I have no cool theories, except I support every theory ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for giving us so much content all the time. I am so much smarter about the MCU because of the pandas. I can't wait until you're super famous and start too, girl. going on tour. I expect my region to be the first place you tour. Uh, of course, now uh, that I've put that idea in your head, thanks uh, most of all for building a super supportive and positive community across all of your universes uh, so that we have a fun place to belong. And thank you dearly. Ashley, uh, for talking about wigs and fashion. <laughs> Please never stop. <laughs> Love you all 3,000 times 3,000. Megan slash Meigs. Oh, I won't, girl. I promise. <laughs> promise. Never stop the wig talk. Never stop the wig talk. Um, yeah. Uh, that, well, I feel like we responded to everything in, in due fashion as, as we went through that one. So uh, thank you, Megan. Um, 
And I think uh, that's probably all of the casting we're going to do on this here episode. Uh, we just wanted to run through as many uh, of these feedbacks as we could while we had the time. Uh, and we're going to have a She-Hulk feedback episode coming at you in the feed. And we'll have uh, our regularly scheduled She-Hulk episodes on Thursday. Uh, Thursday and Friday, I guess. So, um, I hope you guys stick around. Uh, Ashley, anything you want to plug? Uh, oh, uh, Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater is just taking a little two-week break, actually, right now uh, for vacations and stuff like that. And we will be back the week of the 25th with some new episodes and get ready for spooky season because mm-hmm. we are going to bring it. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I feel like that is the place to be for spooky season. Uh, and Bingers, Bingers, yeah. uh, Haley Hobbs and I just covered the first uh, Hocus Pocus in preparation for the next one that's coming out at the end of the month on Disney. So join us for that over there. Nice. I watched it yesterday so that I could listen to your episode and remember. <laughs> like, I've seen it, you know, it's, my whole uh, life. But. The episode was very interesting because it... it we talk about it, but it's more of us just talking about the things that we loved about it the most. Because everybody knows the story and everybody's seen it. And it just really, it felt like sitting at a coffee shop with my best girlfriend. And we just got the pumpkin spice lattes and we're in our sweaters and we're cozy. And we're just talking about focus, focus and witches and things that we love. Nice. And nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I'm looking forward to listening to that episode and to the second one. So, yeah, Binger's Assemble, uh, we got that going on, and Bill and National Terror Theater. Check it out. Don't miss it. Um, and uh, we'll be back, guys, very, very soon with some more She-Hulk feedback. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.